Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, looking like the trapper dog, giving them all like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, yeah. Turn 
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Man, yeah, I do. Steve Harvey got a radio show because I, I, I can't tell it to you any other way because God has been so, so very amazing to me. But the same God, and there is but one, that same God is, can, and will be amazing in your life if you just allow it to happen. You know, uh, I was somewhere, you know, and I was driving uh, on the freeway somewhere, and I saw a billboard, uh, and it was a guy in a field on his knees, and on this billboard it said something to the effect when when you've run out of answers, try prayer. And I was I was going uh, somewhere. And I, I don't even remember. I, I go so much, man. I I, anyway, I was just going somewhere, and I saw this billboard, and 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 I thought about that. And man, I I I cannot tell you how true of a statement that is. When you've run out of answers. When you don't know what to do, when you feel weak, when you are at a low point, when things just seem to keep happening to you and you don't understand why, prayer is an amazing weapon. Prayer is available to all of us. Here's the deal. You don't have to go through the all that you're going through alone. See, I'm talking to men, women, boys, girls, students, leaders, bosses, employees. I don't care what's happening. I don't care what your situation is. I don't care if your relationship is all jacked up. I don't care if your kids and your relationship is jacked up. I don't care if your relationship at work is shot. Your coworkers seem to always make you the buddy end of the joke. You always, somebody always talking about you behind your back. You're finding it more and more necessary to try to hold your head up and walk past these people when some days you can't even get your chin up off your chest. If, if, if you're a woman out there and you've been alone by yourself for so long and you're just tired of being alone, you really want a relationship. You really want to be, have a, a mate. You want to meet your soulmate. Whatever it is, whatever it is, prayer is the answer. You, you are listening to a guy who is a direct recipient of prayer. I, I can't tell you anything that I've gotten out of that I didn't pray about. Oh, now, there are a lot of things. Hold on. Let me backtrack a little bit. There are a lot of things that have happened in my life that I've gotten past without praying because I think my mama was praying for me. And then there's this thing that God has called grace and mercy that he just somehow keeps us all waking up every day with our foot on some form of solid ground because he's just waiting on us to come to him. But y'all, if you can implement prayer into your day, every single day, and I'm talking about put it in there at the top of your day, put it in there in the middle of your day, 
put it in there when you close your day out. When you're sitting at your desk and ain't nobody bothering you, that's a good time. Now, look, you don't have to make no scene. You ain't got to let everybody know, oh, I'm spiritual. I love God. Look at me. Oh, I'm down. You ain't got to do none of that. Matter of fact, don't do it for that reason. Because if that's your reason for doing it, that's going to be your reward. If you want somebody to just say, oh, they pray every, you know, they pray at lunch and they had a Bible on their desk and they have a bunch of highlights in it. If you sitting it out there so people can see that that's what you do, then that's going to be your reward. Please know you, 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 that's, that's going to be your reward. What I want you to do is pray. Ask God for the things, the desires of your heart. Have a faith. Believe in them. But pray earnestly, man. I mean, actually go at it with saying, hey, God, listen to me. I can't do this without you. I need your help. Listen, I, man, I know a lot of people that pray. I know a lot of it. If I told you the rich and famous that I talk to that pray constantly, it would amaze you. Go talk to God about it, man. Matter of fact, you done already got yourself into trouble. Go talk to God about it. You can't see no way out. You're in a situation, you're thinking about doing something straight crazy. Pump your brakes, partner. Slow down a little bit, my man. Slow down. Don't, don't. All you're going to do is make the situation worse. Go over there today and talk to God. Talk to God for real. Just, and look, man, you know what, man? Sometimes I've gone to God and I've just said, hey, God, I don't have a clue. Matter of fact, I'm so jacked up right now, God, I don't even really know what to ask you for. I just need some help. I'm so deep in some mess right now. Not only can I not see the way out, I can't see my way round. There's a there's a poem called Invictus, and the opening line says, Out of the night that covers me, black as a pit from pole to pole, I thank God for whatever be for my unconquerable soul. That it, this line is so deep. It starts off saying, I am in deep trouble. I'm in a pit. Black as a pit from pole to pole. I'm talking about, man, from over there to over there. It's pitch black. And, and, and man, there's, man, you, you ever been in that situation before, y'all? Cause I have. I'm talking about, Black as a pit from pole to pole. God is there. God is available. God is always standing by. He just wants you to come to him. See, he's been coming to you a whole lot of times. He's presented himself. I can't tell you how many times he's shown you how good a God he is. He's given us all grace and mercy without us asking for it. He's gotten you through some things and you looked up and boy, oh man, I don't know how the hell. Okay, that's cool. I'm cool. No, 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 no. That wasn't cool. That was God. Pray, man. When you out of answers and you don't know what to do, pray. If you see some trouble coming, pray. If you already got into it, pray. If you don't know the answers, pray. If you can't see no way out, pray. Pray, man. Talk to God. Don't make a scene. Just talk to God. All right?
Very important. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, man, oh man, oh man, what a great day it is, man. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another opportunity. Thank you for another blessing, another great day. Uh, realizing this too shall pass, realizing that I'm, I'm glad to be another wake up call, another shot. God must have a lot for you, man. Do you know that God must have something really in store for you? If he keeps waking you up, man, you got to look at it that way. If he was through with you, you don't, you don't want you wake up no more. Mission accomplished, time served, you out. No, man. Something is going on in your life that's good and righteous and upstanding or else he wouldn't keep waking you up. You have to endure the good and the bad. That's all I know. Uh, Very, very special closing remarks today. Just want to say that. A very, very special closing remarks today. So if you're around for that, get ready. Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi, Monica, and Junior. Government name, Kill Space. Tommy ain't here. I think he's on vacation. Tommy on you vacation. Think. <laughs> you yeah. think. Yeah, this is, you know, usually we don't know where he is, but this one was like scheduled. Yeah. It's so many damn days. Right. (laughs) But today in honor of Tommy, Mm -hmm. me and Junior, y'all stay out of this. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about him. Me and Junior is going to go over, you know, since we've had a telling week on the show, we're going to have a telling week with Tommy. We're going to go over some things we don't care for about Tommy. (laughs) Pictures that he sends us. All we're going to do is photos Tommy has sent us that we don't really no, no, give a uh, damn about. Uh, well, we need longer than a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you we do. do, really do. But uh, why do he do? Do you understand why he do it? Do he need, like, some motivation? He needs us. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's it know. for? I don't know why he be sending me any pictures. He sends them to all of them. Yeah. Why he do that? I don't know, but it does nothing for me because every time he show me something, I bought that already. No, <laughs> not that you shutting down the stunting. <laughs> oh, 
caught me off guard with that one. Okay. <laughs> Did you say I bought that off me? He said it. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Not years. Man, I've been going like, yeah, man, that's good right there. That's, that's good. good. Ah, Let me give you an example ah. of what we're going to do today. One time he sent me a picture of a Polaris. That's yes. a, a four-wheel, four-wheel drive buggy ATG that you can ride, you know, two, four people on, side by side, you know. Yeah, okay. And you can ride four people, sometimes six, and depending on how big you got. Of course, you know, he didn't get the six-seater. He got the four-seater, because that's what he do, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he sent it out to him, yeah, just made this addition to the family. <laughs> And what did you yeah. say? What did you say? What I didn't say was I got nine of them. <laughs> so I just said, well, nice truck, man. Yeah, I got it. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Junior's in for the nephew as we run that prank back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to run that prank back with Junior in for Tommy. What you got, Junior? Speaking of Tommy, let me just go ahead and just say this. I just want to be honest with you. Uh, I'm tired of the pictures. I really am. <laughs> like, I saw him in a group photo, but why is he looking like he has to have a chaperone? Huh? What you mean? In the picture, everybody else looked like adults, but he looked like he got a chaperone. <laughs> All his friends are way older than him. Way older and taller. That's what he looked yeah. like. And like they was the holding chaperone. hands, and he looked like he had a chaperone. I said, look at him. He can't be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? They was trying to show brotherly love, but it looked like somebody yeah. got a child in here. <laughs> Did you see the one, Junior, where they was all holding up fish, but Tommy had his with two hands? <laughs> with two hands. See, this don't even look good, dog. You need it to don't. learn how to hold your fish with one hand. <laughs> he just don't look. He just don't look like a grown person. Oh, good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like like everybody else was trying to hang out and squat down. Why did it look like Tommy was scared because he was at the curb? I didn't, I didn't understand yeah. why he looked like he about to, he going to hurt himself if he take a step. Know. He had to wear his glasses all the time. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. He uh, wears glasses now. Me yeah. too. I can't yeah. see yeah. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about y'all. We talking about no. Tommy. Tommy. No, 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 no. You you built like a child but got grown people glasses. That's not <laughs> grown people vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Child well, body with old man eyes. Just <laughs> <laughs> that prank back, man. Can your wife help me with my thesis? It's the prank. Here we go, running cat. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach. Yeah, who who is this? Hey, my name Ellis, man. Uh, is this uh, uh, is this Daryl? Is this a husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. What's hey, up? Hey, how you doing, man? Listen, I, um, my mother's Miss man. She goes to church with uh with with your wife's mom, Miss with uh with mother. And uh, I'm actually in med school, man. And uh, they told me um, your your wife she's a she's a she's a nurse. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a nurse. But you say you say your mama go to church with my wife's mama. Right, right. My my mother's she goes to church with uh with with. with Mother. Oh, okay then. All right. Uh, what well, well, I was calling y'all for, Daryl, man, if you didn't mind, I wanted to. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going. I'm getting ready to do my thesis, man. I'm doing my thesis for the end of the year. 
uh, end of the semester, man, for um, med school, and they, and they told me your wife, you know, that uh, might be able to help me out. So I, I was hoping I could talk to her for a second, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, hold, hold on real quick, all right? Hold on. Now. Okay. I want to talk to you about something his mama go. He want to talk to you. Who is this? Hello? Hello? Hey. Yes? Hey, how you doing? My name is Ellis. My mother, uh... You go to church with your uh, with your mother. Uh huh. And they they gave me your number that you might be able to help me out with some stuff. I'm I'm in med school right now. I'm studying to be a gynecologist, and uh, that you might be able to help me out with some things. And I, I wanted to reach out to you if it was cool. Okay. And what's your name again? Ellis. And your mom goes to church with my mom. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. What? So, what so can listen, I help you with? Listen. What what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm doing my thesis, and uh, uh, you know this is the this is my big end of the year exam. Uh huh. And what I'm doing is I'm making my thesis a video, in opposed to a report. Okay. So uh, everything is going to be on video. So what I'm trying to do is actually get a time where I can hook up with you and maybe examine you and get all that on video. So you say you want to videotape me? Do what kind I, of exam I, do you uh, take? I will be giving you a. a, a you know, and I put your, you know, your legs in the stirrups and all that, and just video me doing the actual examination on you. You want to video? Baby, you want to videotape him giving me a? Hello, hey, say, what you talking about? You want to do what again, though? Uh, well, we got see. I'm working on my thesis, man, and what I'm doing, my thesis is gonna be a video. So I'm gonna actually video myself giving your wife a. What you talking about? You want to videotape my wife giving? Hey, 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 brother, this right here for my grade, man. You know, this ain't nothing on a personal tip, man. This is for the grade, you know. I, your wife being in the medical field, I thought y'all would have done something like that. This is my wife you talking about. Dude, if you can't, you can't, you want to video camera my wife. Oh, that's the one that's the video. All you do is we got to look at it, man. You, you can't, hell no, man. Hey, well, man, listen, this is for my grade, man. This ain't, I mean, only the professor is going to see. You can walk as far as I'm concerned. You better go find somebody else. You better go do my wife. Who this again, man? My name Ellis, man. I told you, you no, know, my, my mama, Miss, she go to church with mama. You can't go to church with my mama, and I'm calling Yeah, you know, we don't know who the Miss is, man. We ain't never seen your mama, man. What you trying to do? You ain't finna do no on my wife, man. All y'all. Okay, but y'all, let me ask you something. Don't she go in there and get a anyway, at least once or twice a year? Yeah, yeah, she do, but she ain't got no Videotape, trying to videotape my wife and like that. Uh, but, but man, this is it, brother. You ain't gonna find somebody else, man. That man, that dog, all that man. I don't know you, I don't know your mama, all y'all, man. Okay, okay, can you put me on speakerphone so I can talk to both y'all? No, hell no, you ain't gonna talk back to my wife. Okay, can I say one more thing? Come my videotaping my wife, dog. Yeah, you ain't talking to my wife no more. I just want to say this, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy, Doug. <laughs> Baby. <laughs>
I'm going up in there, man. I'm, <laughs> make sure your ain't up in there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Eddie, can you help with my thesis? All right, Junior. <laughs> and for the nephew who Steve yeah. thinks is on vacation. All right. On the way yet. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Beyonce's record-breaking Renaissance tour is responsible for a marriage proposal, inducing a woman's labor, and really, really upsetting Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie's mad about something, and we'll tell you what that is coming up at the top of the hour. Also, Queen Latifah kicked off the football season with the Star Spangled Banner, and the fans went crazy wild. This is all at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO. All right, Steve, this one is from Selena in Montgomery. Selena says, I'm a principal at an elementary school, and one of my first graders' mom is a dancer, and I saw her at the club Saturday night. I shouldn't have been in there. Uh, she's embarrassed, and so am I. Should I break the ice with her so it's not awkward? Oh, just shut your mouth. Yeah. See, you know what? That's, kill, that's what killed me about people. You somewhere, you see somebody, and you think they ain't supposed to be there, but you in there, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So just, you know, she's embarrassed, you embarrassed. You know, you mad at her. You talking about she a dancer. She was on stage. You was throwing singles. <laughs> Making it rain. <laughs> yeah. She's slanging her thing. You slanging money. What we, what we talking about? <laughs> Tie school to me. Okay. So That's like that time anything. I was gambling. This woman was just standing on the wall watching me in Vegas. I was at the crap table. So mm-hmm. I had to go to the bathroom. She had stood there about two hours. It was a good table, too. Lord, how much we was I came out. She said, how you doing, Steve Harvey? I said, yeah, man, how you doing? She said, mm, I'm a little disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. I said, what? what you disappointed in me for? I thought you was a Christian. I said, I am a Christian. You just over there just gambling. I said, you in the casino. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Looking at me. Uh, point the finger. We're judging. At least I'm doing though. something towards my ties. You right. ain't doing nothing. <laughs> All right, moving on to Ennis in Detroit. And it says, I'm dating a woman that slept with my cousin 10 years ago. My cousin passed away from COVID back in 2020, so I don't think he cares. But uh, before we get serious, she wants me to tell my entire family about our backstory. Do you think that's necessary? Well, I don't think it's necessary. The evidence is gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Let's just look at this blessing. Yeah. <laughs> the who can tell it is gone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blessing. Yes. Hell no, you gotta tell the family nothing. She feel kind of guilty, yeah. so she wanna get it out there so don't nobody bring it up. But so what? It was ten years ago. You and your you and your cousin weren't even close. You ain't even sound broke up when you type it. You know, you know, you know, you can tell when a person texts if they broke up. How can you tell Not a you. tone in writing? How? Here it is right here. Here, here it is right here. Okay. Uh, I'm the woman I'm dating dated my cousin over 10 years ago. He passed away during COVID. Wasn't no rest in peace. God bless his soul. <laughs> we were so, so close. I but miss it was. him so. It was just, let's just get this evidence, this statement out the damn way and yeah. get back to I'm in love with this woman. Because that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. He's what he said. gone. Yeah, what he said was, so I don't, my cousin passed away in 2020, so I don't think he cares. 
I don't wow. think he care, and even if he do care, <laughs> what? 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 What is? He, what is he flapping his wings somewhere? What? What, oh what is he doing? Oh, this is too much down here. What? what? Down here. You didn't really like your cousin, no doubt. Man, let's stop. All right, we're gonna move on. Uh, Melania in Queens writes, I work as a personal assistant for a guy that's got a lot of women. We crossed the line a few times, and I think I am in love with him. I'm jealous when he does nice things for other women. Should I tell him how I feel or look for a new job? You need to look for a new man. (laughs) (laughs) You just said he got a lot of women. Mm -hmm. You done crossed the line with him. Mm Mm-hmm. And you get jealous when he do nice stuff for other people, which means he ain't doing a damn thing for you. Mm, mm, mm. So now, what you want? Should I tell him how you feel? And guess what? He's not going to care. And you work for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cold, Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's he probably care. telling her, order such and such some flowers. <laughs> order <Yeah>. yourself some. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, I want you to get to listen to me. Get the mm-hmm. grand bouquet and send that to Sharon. And get yourself a dozen red roses. Uh-huh. Remember up. now the grand bouquet for Sharon mm-hmm. and get yourself no way hold it. Get a half a dozen because I'm gonna give you something else. Oh, it's another time. Ooh, yeah, that's cold. Yeah. Ooh, that's so, cold. so Milani needs to get a new man. Yeah. 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 All right. Moving on. Last one, Steve, to Karen. And in, let me um, ask you a question. What size lingerie do you wear, baby? Because I'm not, this other girl wear the same size. It's in her face like that. All right. Um, Karen in Richmond says, this is our last one. My parents are overly religious and they love to spread the word of Christ at my house parties. I don't invite them, but they seem to pop up each time. I'm almost 30, so it's got to stop. Is it rude to turn them around at the door when they pop up? Wait a minute. Where's she throwing these house parties at? Her house. Oh, her house. Then your mom and dad can't, hey, y'all can't come in here with all that. Right. This ain't no witnessing in here this weekend. <laughs> yeah. We got these lights down in here. We're here. All you smell is weed. Don't come in here. <laughs> you smell is weed. Mama, daddy, now go ahead on. <laughs> Quit asking me what is that strange smell. You know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they need they need to quit coming over. It, it ain't time for that. You know, it's okay to be a witness. Yeah, but she says she you doesn't know. invite them. They just pop up. See, everybody, that's why a lot of people don't want to be Christian. Because Christians do some ignorant mess. What are you over here witnessing for? You see what we doing? Save me another day. Not at my Holler party. At me. Holler at me when I ain't cupping this girl. I'm on the stand floor cupping this girl. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about the Lord right now. Really, I'm not. You know, I love the Lord, but not right now. Though. You know, I, bad I, timing. I, I'm trying to create some some reasons to be forgiven. I'm not asking for it right now. I'm asking sinning. forgiveness tomorrow. Ah, sending up in here. What? This, this what this is. You listen to me. This house party is. The den of iniquity. <laughs> this is a place of sin and debauchery. <laughs> we in here let this, this damn near Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, 
Yeah. This damn near. We up in here. I'm talking about, man. I'm talking about. We up in here about to, about to become salt if we don't come back. A pillar of salt. <laughs> but, but you know. Like lots. Why? You know, you know, because you know they religious, so you explain it to them in religious terms. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't come in here. Some some gold calves in here. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, she Ooh. said they're overly religious. Oh, have mercy. There's some junk right. in the belly of the whale business going on. Yeah. <laughs> you doing Bible stuff back at you. Right now, they're overly going? religious. Right. Right. Hey, 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 don't step off in the lines then over here. You ain't there. <laughs> All right, CLO. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, coming up next, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beyonce's Renaissance Tour is going down in history. Besides it being the highest grossing tour in history for a female performer, other big things have been happening at her concerts. At Beyonce's September 4th show in L.A., which was also her birthday, of course, comedian Lil Rel proposed to his then-girlfriend, she's now his fiancé, uh, while Beyonce sang Love on Top. 
The Jumbotron caught the proposal and the crowd cheered him on. Then another fan went into labor at the same concert as Bay sang uh, Cuff It. And uh, the pregnant fan posted pictures of herself as on Bay Instagram. Said what? As she said what? As she sang Cuff It. The song, Cuff It. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, Cuff no. It. I, will. Yes. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't know what I heard, but it was delicious to me. Oh, they doing that at the concert? Cuff you can say, It. Okay. Yes. Cuff It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot of so Fs in there. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> the pregnant fan posted pictures of herself on Instagram later that night, getting prepped to deliver her baby, and she credited uh, Beyonce for helping to induce her labor. And I guess Beyonce shows are, you know, just bringing out the best in people, let's say, okay? And other entertainment news that involves Beyonce. The legend that is Lionel Richie jokingly said he's very upset with Diana Ross for singing Happy Birthday to Beyonce at Beyonce's uh, September 4th concert because for decades, uh, Miss Ross has denied his request to sing with him. Uh, Lionel claims he asked Diana Ross to do their 1981 classic hit, Endless Love, and she said no. At his concert in San Francisco over the weekend, Lionel told his audience, one of my favorite songs to sing is Endless Love. And for 37 years, I have asked Miss Diana Ross to sing it with me. And for 37 years, she has said no. Take a listen. That, that didn't sound like That's he was joking to me. <laughs> no, he was joking. She over there saying happy birthday to Beyonce. 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 me off. <laughs> <laughs> he hurt yeah. me. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, lastly, Steve, you mentioned this to everyone. Uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, everyone agrees Queen Latifah kicked off football season in the best way with her emotional rendition of the Star Spangled Banner at MetLife Theater, uh, at MetLife Stadium for Sunday night's game between the Cowboys and the New York Giants. Her performance was backed by a choir. It ended with a fireworks finale. And then fans took to Twitter because a lot of people are shocked. They don't know that Queen Latifah can sing like that, that she has such a beautiful singing voice. They only knew her as the Grammy Award winning rapper that she is. They had no idea she could sing. Man, and you loved it, right? Heard Queen Latifah singing with Al Green. Simply beautiful. Yes. Oh, simply, simply beautiful. beautiful. Yes. Woo! Man, y'all. That's real. Dog, Queen, Queen was no joke. The best, the best Star Spangled Banner I've heard. The third best one I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. The third. Yeah. Okay. Number one, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, Whitney, Whitney Houston. Houston. Yeah. That's and cool. now, That's number one. that damn queen. Wow. <laughs> queen heard him. Yeah. Y'all don't understand Marvin. Marvin's was. They, I they did, changed but the I rules. thought so. But Whitney at, at the Laker game. I know. I cried with Whitney's. Uh, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. But for I you, know. you said it's Marvin. Soul. Yeah, uh-huh. no, it was I very soulful. It was. Uh, it was really yeah. soulful. Because when he had on, yeah. when, when he sang, yeah. when he had on with the glasses and everything, yeah. the whole look, yeah. and then came out. You <laughs> see, it was. Yeah, he was fly. He sure was. That was All Star Game. Yeah, wasn't it? it was an All Star. Yeah. Yeah. By the door, 
Yeah. Boy, they was patting their feet. That the Lakers, it was lit in there. Yeah, Lakers. it really was. And that we weren't was even saying lit back one. then. <laughs> now, <laughs> nobody else sang Whitney. Oh, no. uh, but ever. <laughs> my favorite version though is yeah. Marvin. Yeah, I got. You. I got what about you. Uh, I see what you're saying? What about what you? Where, where does the Carl Lewis one fall? Oh, that's <laughs> the that's, worst. Well, no, no. <laughs> who who uh-uh. worth the Fergie? Fergie. Remember when uh-huh. Fergie did that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But Fergie. The what? hardest I've ever laughed, <laughs> and the more I've listened to, it's uh-huh. clearly Carl Lewis. Yes. <laughs> and it's a damn shame because Carl Lewis is actually, man, a really, really cool dude. And for him mm-hmm. to be remembered about that, because this boy was hell of a track star. Yeah, yeah. He ain't no oh, singer. Yeah. He's a track star. Yeah. But he, he, he was the prettiest, the prettiest form on the yes. track I've uh, yes. ever seen. Yeah. I ain't seen yeah. I ain't never seen nobody run prettier than Carl Lewis. Mm-hmm. That boy was an animal out there. University. But I yeah. do really, really love the Carl Lewis version of Wait a minute. Yeah, let me, I'm going to get it back. <laughs> I'll make it up to you. Come on, man. He heard himself. He said, I've wait a minute. Ne- yeah, I've never heard anybody try to encourage themselves. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> he was making comments while he was saying, it was the comments to his, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was the comments. Yeah. It was the comments to himself that was absolutely brilliant to me. I said, I'll be damned. I didn't know you could stop singing and edit yourself. Right. Watch I'll this. It, all right, here I go. Watch this. Mm, he, he, he hit one note. He said, mm. mm. himself. <laughs> all right. All right. Thank you uh, for your interpretation, Steve. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour. Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi plans to run for re-election amidst uh, amidst growing concerns over older politicians in key positions, you know, politicians in their 80s. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. California Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi is not ready to retire. Uh, Pelosi has announced that she's running for re-election next year. Uh, Pelosi will be 84 years old at the time of the election, and it was assumed that uh, she was retiring last year. Remember that when the Republican Party took control of the House and ended her tenure? Well, uh, in a recent statement, Pelosi said, quote, our country needs America to show the world that our flag is still there with liberty and justice for all. That is why I am running for re-election, and I respectfully ask for your vote. Pelosi has been in Congress since 1987. Her re-election bid comes at a time when there is growing concern about the age of President Biden, Donald Trump, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, and Senator uh, California Senator Dianne Feinstein. So there well, you go. Well, if y'all want to, people to know that y'all flag is still there, you want to have somebody that can wave it. <laughs> That's what you got out okay. of that. Okay. No, really. I mean, you know, look, man. Like, and, and I'm. I feel sorry for people. I don't. Well, I don't like feel sorry, but age is a part of it. You know, we're getting older. <clears throat> but man, damn. Once yeah. you starting to stand up there, and then your ass just go away. Yeah. You talking about my everybody? Yeah. Um, everybody. Yeah. I mean, dog. Hey, bro. Yeah. It's just time to go do That's something. That's scary, else. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You you you're in charge of 
giving out information, agendas, and policy. And then you get up there and forget you up there. But not only forget the policy, you just Gross. you just you just go away like you don't even know you just stop talking. Yeah. And that's kind of dangerous, man. I don't yes. want to make fun of that because mm-hmm. I don't want it to happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. but I but damn though, y'all gotta come on. We gotta start putting some age limits on this here. Cause it's looking bad. And start letting some stuff go. It, it's yeah, hard to it let go of that like power. An age limit. I damn this, y'all. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that they can retire at a certain age and let the new political leaders, the new freshen up the party and but, take over? Is yeah, that what you're you don't, suggesting? You don't retire. You get forced out. But what about the Supreme Once Court? you can age out. And yeah. see, we got too much. We, we, we had discrimination. You can't age discriminate. You can't sex mm-hmm. discriminate. You can't you can't race discriminate. We need something. <laughs> yeah, look like okay. We we need to start some type of discrimination of everything. You know, it's some sex discrimination. You can't right. be a man and play in the women's league. It ain't fair. And you can't be a woman and play in the men's league. You can't hang. Nobody won't see this. Okay. We're just going to buy out of this one gracefully. That's to put race in here. Oh, Coming up next. Yeah. <laughs> She's so here. Do high jumping and it's zero, zero, four quarter. Sister Odell is joining us right after this. Speaking of ageism. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have to welcome her back once again. She is here. Sister Odell. He loves me. Yes, he does. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good, Good morning, morning, Sister morning, Odell. Sister Odell. Chill high, boy. How you doing, Sister Odell? Hey, Mississippi. How's your mama? Tell her I was going to come over there in a couple weeks and do some catfishing, all right? <laughs> Tell her good God love her. Hey, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. How you doing? Oh, I'm pretty good, Shirley. How you doing? I'm doing all right, Sister Odell. How are you? Is you? Yes, ma'am. I was listening to the radio the other day. Uh-huh. Lord Jesus. A lot, you should have huh? called me, sweetie, and let me talk with you. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I didn't think just of it. call me. I've been yeah. through everything. I got 11 husbands. Girl, please. Ain't <laughs> nothing I don't know. <laughs> Ain't nothing I don't know. I can fix some things right. I've been in a situation. I remember one time my fourth husband. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Cornbread. Oh, that was cornbread. his nickname? Mm-mm, that was his government name. His <laughs> mama named him Cornbread. What? <laughs> what? Really? That's his name? That was his name, sweetie. I can't make this up. His name was Cornbread. Okay. His nickname was Mix. <laughs> <laughs> they called him Mix. <laughs> okay, so what happened with you and Mix, or you, Mix <laughs> Mr. Cornbread? You know, had gotten himself into a situation, and he didn't uh-huh. tell me about it. Next thing you know, I found out about it. So, you know, I was talking with him one time, you know, and I had to, uh, you know, send him a little help. You know, I don't want to get into the particulars, you know. And I yes, just had yeah. to send him up, so I sent him a dollar, you know. Oh, it was a I lot back then, dollar. though, I'm sure. Well, you know, phone calls was a nickel, and he uh-huh. called me 20 times that night. <laughs> He messed around and bought two damn candy bars and didn't call me one time. <laughs> I drove out there and shot at him. 
you know, then we ended up, we was both in there at the same time, and it just was a horrible situation for me. But anyway, how y'all doing out there today? <laughs> we good, we good. Yeah, we're good. We're holding. Mm-hmm. We're good. Mm-hmm. I got uh, out of that just in time. Yes, ma'am, you did. <laughs> yes. Hey, I wanted to ask you, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, Nancy Pelosi, the former House Speaker, is uh, running for re-election again. And uh, there's some mm-hmm. concerns, you know, like there are concerns about our current president, Joe Biden, and former mm-hmm. President Donald Trump about their age. She's 84. Yeah. Yes. These are real concerns. White people don't age like black people. What do you mean? Yeah, they go quick. So yeah, it's a crack. sudden drop off. Like Mitch McConnell, he'll just be sitting there talking yes, and then he'll just drop off. <laughs> See, black people know not to cut their ass up there. Because <laughs> somebody in their family go, mm-mm, not today. You was, you was mumbling this morning. You ain't speaking today. Take your pressure See, pills. If Mitch, if Mitch had a black wife, she wouldn't have let him up there. Black women yeah. stop, mm-mm, you ain't talking in front of nobody today. Yeah. 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 You was mumbling at the breakfast table. I know you ain't finna get a hint about giving a full speech. I didn't even understand what you asked. So, so there, what it sound like at the breakfast table, so there, what it sound like at the breakfast while I work, everybody understand that. You don't sit up there and sit there standing up there like you done had a stroke or something. You ain't finna embarrass us in here. We black people. We black people. You're not gonna embarrass the family. They yeah. can't talk today. They need to. Sit. And Nancy Pelosi need to sit down, wearing all them scarves around her neck and everything. She uh-huh. know it's gone. <laughs> But she's okay, She's looking okay. Yeah, she. Yeah. She got I mean, a scarf on her neck, sweetie. It's the neck skin. Well, what if she got? What if she got like <laughs> plastic surgery? What if she got cosmetic surgery and fixed it's that? It's too late. You can't be that old and get no plastic surgery. She <laughs> take that scarf off. You'll be thinking it's Thanksgiving around here. I'm trying to tell you now. <laughs> gobble gobble. gobble. <laughs> you just got to know when it's time. It's all right to sit down. White folks don't know when to sit down. They just be hanging on to that power. Black when did you retire? When did you retire, Sister Odell? How old were you when you retired? I serve the Lord. I ain't got to retire. <laughs> Amen to that, Sister Odell. Coming up next, prank phone call with Junior and for Tommy. I don't give Tommy. speeches. I give testimonies. Hey! <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, if she won't, I sure will. We'll get into that in just a little bit, because right now it is time for today's prank phone call. And we have Junior in for the nephew. Nephew Tommy is on vacation, Steve thinks. Uh, <laughs> you said that earlier. I think he's on vacation. Yeah, he out somewhere, some little small-ass section of town or some little bitty country somewhere. Yeah, we, we don't know where he at right now. Yeah, it's, let me ask you something. Is the Lilliputians, is where they from? Is that real? <laughs> the, the Lilliputians? What is, is that real? You know, like Oz or something like that. Just a place, yes. place where they can go be all around each other, you know, look tall. <laughs> Gulliver's, Gulliver's Island. Is I that Gulliver's Island? Talking about Gulliver's Island. Can they go there? The land of Oz, Governor's Island, Gu- Gulliver's Island. Gulliver's where I'm just trying to find somewhere Oompa where Loompa. he can go where he can put Sydney in these pictures back where he's the shortest person in the picture. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? You know All what? Right. We should we should get a picture in a minute though. A picture coming today. Y'all get ready for yeah. the picture. Picture <laughs> time. Because remember yesterday off air, he said, "I bet I won't send no pictures." Y'all been talking about my picture. Well, quit sending them, man. <laughs> He gonna send us. He can't help it. I'm tired of seeing lemonade pull you in. That's what I don't like. <laughs> Why your wife got to pull you in to kiss? So I don't like that. I don't. I don't need that. You know, put your hand around her back if you can reach back there. You should do that. <laughs> but every time I see a picture, you getting pulled in. What? what kind of... <laughs> he gonna get you. I don't like that. Uh, well, so what? What? What I'm scared for? Hey, what are you gonna do? Pull me in? I highly doubt it. <laughs> Highly doubt he could love me. Highly love it. Uh, is you scared? A Tommy? What? What? What the hell? Scared of what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tommy can't even slap me. Because <laughs> why? Because why? Well, look, it's obvious. <laughs> By the time he jumped, you don't think I'm see this coming? <laughs> Tommy ain't that much faster than me now. Come on, he faster than me. He ain't that much. You got to jump and yeah. reach. You think I ain't gonna catch you in time? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Let's get to the prank phone call. That's All what right. Here we go. <laughs> Boogie snitching. Boogie snitching. Let's go, cat. Hello. Man, I speak to Boogie. Yeah, this Boogie. Hey, Boogie, this KB. Let me ask you something, man. How you get out of jail before Marcus got out of jail? How y'all go to jail at the same time, but you get out a month before him and he's still in there? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this? This KB, this Marcus brother. Tell me how you get out of jail, but Marcus still in there, and you've been out over a month now. They hey, say hold you. Up, hold up, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, they say you snitching, buggy. Snitching. That's what's going on. You up in there snitching. Hold on, bud. Hold on. You slow, slow it down. Slow it down a little bit, man. Hold up. You know what? I really don't need to be having this conversation with you, but you coming at me like this. It's called bail. How you? How you out? How you out on bail? But Mark is still in there. Tell me that, Boogie. Man, how you gonna call me with? You know what? You know what? I ain't finna trip with you, but you now. This. Hold on. Let me. Hold on. Let me pull over. Right. All I know is they the one saying you the one that snitched on my brother, and that's why he's still in there, and you out. I don't know where you getting this from, but I'm going to tell you what. I had to go to work. I need to get the f out of there. But you ain't you ain't hear me. I went to jail, too. Boogie, you going to mess around and get your ass whooped for snitching, man, because that's what you've been out there doing. Man, what, what the f is you talking about? You've been out there snitching. That's why you out, and my brother Marcus is still in there. You, <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's called bail, that's what it's called. It's called bail. I had to go to work. I don't know what you tripping on. All I'm tripping on is that the fact that you out and my brother ain't out. He's still in there. Dog, I'm going to tell you something. I'm looking for you, Buggy. You hear me? I'm looking for you, yeah, man. You, but, you, but you know you know where I'm at. You know where I'm at. You know what? Since you, since you run around here like a little like he is, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what happened. All I want to do is go get me a beer. I jump in the car, and then I was getting your mama some cigarettes. So how you coming at me like that? Okay. I jump in the car with them, and them <laughs> start blaze up one. I tell him, nah, dog, put that out. We just going around the corner. But now, he go, he start putting it out in the car. He throw the shit out the window, and now we get pulled over. Hell yeah, I jumped out the car, told the law. I don't got shit to do with this. Who was smoking? You or Marcus? 
I don't even smoke. Dog. I had to go to work. I go to work. I, I can't deal with that. I told them dudes to put it out. Damn it. Lowe's pulled over. They searched the damn car. How the hell you going to be riding like that and Lowe's pull you over? They pop open the trunk. You got a big-ass speaker box there, back there with no damn wires on. How the hell you figure? I'm a snitch. It don't take no damn rock scientists to know you got some s*** back there. Hell yeah, guy there. Man, them s*** had me in that drinking water out of the toilet. That you, man, don't come at me that like that. You you want to come in, you know exactly where I'm at. So just because they got you up in there drinking water out of the toilet, you're going to come up and start snitching on everybody. You know what? You, 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 I had to go to work. Hell, hell, I used all my damn money trying to get out of there on some Oh, this can't be about you got to go to work. That can't be about, you got to have some heart somewhere, dog. Coming at me like that, I was just going to the store. Can I say something to you, man? I want to look. Nah, you, you know what? You can't say. Let, let me tell. Let me tell you. Let me get you shoot you something. Since you gonna be the middleman, let me shoot you a thing or two. Tell, tell your brother. Just don't drop the soap. No, he ain't gonna drop the soap. I'm gonna oh, make yeah. sure. I'm gonna oh, make yeah, sure my, so my brother. No, no, no. Listen to me. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you, dog. And I'm gonna tell you this. What you got to tell me? What you got to tell me? I'm going to tell your boss everything about you, and then you're going to lose your little damn job. Oh, no. It, it can't be. You can... Dog, you know what? What you, you stuttering for? Me. What you, you stuttering for? I can't believe you calling me with no shit like this. Just lose my number. Don't call me no more behind this Let me say something to you right now, Boogie. What you got to say? This nephew timing from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, you just got pranked. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Boogie, you didn't do me like that, dog. You know, this this ain't nothing to play with. This ain't this ain't nothing to really play with. All right, Boogie, man. I'm sorry, dog. You, you okay, Boogie? No, no, I am, dog. You know what? I, I listen to you. Man, you ain't supposed to do no bro like that, dog. We supposed to be real. You don't do me like that, man. I put, I put this dude on blast. Hey, hey, man, look here. Your boy, Shannon, he said he your best friend. Shannon is the one that put me up to this, dog. <laughs> man, you know what? Is that your boy? Is that your best friend, Shannon? Man, he, man why y'all do me like this? Yeah, I'm going to take care of Shannon. I got him. <laughs> man, y'all, I just know. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Did I get you? Did I get you? Man, you know what? You Did, got me. I, that's man, all man, I you want know, to on top of it, you got, you got a whole bunch of people. You That's why I know. <laughs> <laughs> but now you one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sure, there is Boogie Snitching. Boogie Snitching from the nephew. Yeah, mm -hmm. on vacation somewhere. We're on the way, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, you know and it's another thing. We're going to get a picture in a minute. Uh, ain't no telling what it's gonna be. Picture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> who who got their buddy and go to man? They get the same Rolls Royce. Yeah, you get, get mad. You gonna get oh, matching Rolls Royce? For what? Oh, he is. And no, you man, know my he wife holds. ain't got matching cars. You know what? Okay. You know how he holds stuff. You know. Well, let him hold this then. He gonna hold well, this one too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Coming up next, Strawberry oh, Letter. The subject is, if she won't, I sure will. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. 
I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter. All right, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And it could be yours. You never know. It could be yours. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my good friend, Junior. A subject, if she won't, I sure will. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a professional side chick, but not by choice. I've been mixed up in some mess for the past three years with the guy that I was dating. He told me he wasn't married, and he is. I believed him because I'd been to his house and I had slept in his bed with him. Uh, two years into our relationship, his wife came to the house while we were, were asleep and she took all of my clothes and burned them in the backyard. She didn't even wake us up. He called her when we got up and she was back at her mom's place and she was laughing hysterically at us. So he showed me where her clothes were in the house and I put on one of her jogging suits and posted a picture of myself wearing it on Facebook. Since that day, we've been beefing. If my man wants dinner, I go over there and I cook while his wife is lying around the house being trifling. She only moved back in the house because she didn't want me to have her husband. 
He's told her several times that he wants to be with me, and she says she's not going anywhere. I live with my two daughters, so he can't come and lay up at my house. At first, it was a weird arrangement, but now it's just like she's not even there. She will not clean up the house, so I go over there and make sure the kitchen and his bedroom are clean, and I wash and fold all of his clothes. That's how I know that I've won his heart, because he loves a clean house. Whatever she won't do for him, I will. He told me that's what he loves about me. The other day, we talked about putting her out for good, and uh, he said he's giving her time to get on her feet. Why is he giving her time to get herself together? Does it sound like he do- he doesn't really want her to move out? Please advise. Well, uh, why should she move out? I mean, this is a perfect arrangement for him and it's it's one of the craziest i think we've ever heard uh what you guys have is like an open marriage okay uh this man just has two wives a lazy one according to you and then a maid you uh what i don't get is why you didn't leave once you knew for sure he was married and and why on earth are you going over to this woman's house cooking and cleaning for her man? Uh, he's her husband, not yours. Um, in, in this letter, you say you're a professional side chick, but not by choice. That was like your first line. You absolutely have a choice in this. You can choose not to be his side chick. You can stop going over there cooking. You can choose to stop going over there cleaning. Oh, yeah, and you do his laundry, too. You said that. You fold his clothes and wash them and all that. But you can choose yourself and not be this side chick and get out. That means stay out the house. Go, you know, stay in your own house with your kids and all of that. You don't have to be his cook and his house cleaner. If this man wanted to leave his wife, don't you think he would have done it by now? Um, Don't you think that? But why should he when he can have his wife and you with your cooking and cleaning self? He's got the best of both worlds, I say the husband does. He is winning right now. Steve? Oh, boy. This this letter kind of threw me. I didn't see all this coming. This is Mm -mm. interesting. But, you know, it's it's so many contradictory statements in this letter. I know, Stephen Shirley, I'm a professional side chick, but not by choice. Wait a minute. If you're the knowing side chick, you've made the choice. What do you mean it's not by choice? You just said you're a professional side chick, but not by choice. If you have taken on the title as professional side chick, you've labeled it that, then you've made the decision. You are a professional side chick, and we have to believe you. Damn. But I've been in some mess for the past three years. Some mess you can get out of whenever you want to. You can walk away from this mess that you in for three years anytime you want to. He told me he wasn't married and he is. I believed him because I've been to his house and I had slept in his bed with him. Well, that would make you think he is available. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you now. She she uh she got she got the wool pulled over her eyes pretty good on this one because the man have you over at the house spending the night, you know it's it's got to be you know. But you need I keep telling y'all when y'all go over these dudes' houses, excuse yourself and go to the bathroom. There's three places you need to look when you over a man's house if you just date them. Ladies, listen to me. You need to look in the medicine cabinet. That. You need to drop something onto the floor and look under the bed. Check. <laughs> like and you need to open that damn closet. 
Got it. Skeletons in your closet. <laughs> when you come outside. Now, I'm telling you, man, it's skeletons in everybody's closet. You've got to open that closet, look under that bed, and open that medicine cabinet. Them the three places. And you can do that real slick. You in the bathroom. You ain't got to do nothing the whole time you in there. Just grunt, act like you're doing something. But you're going through the, read them prescription box. You need to know what he's taking. If you see penicillin in there, you need to got to ask a question. Oh. <laughs> hey, you see these commercials on TV? Yeah. You see all this stuff right here? You see volume in there? You need you just start asking some questions. Quaaludes, you got to ask some questions now. <laughs> <laughs> Two years into the relationship, his wife came to the house while we were asleep, and she took all my clothes and burned them in the backyard. She didn't even wake us up. Oh, this stuff is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky she took your clothes in the backyard. She could have set that damn bed on fire. <laughs> so we're dealing with three fools in this letter. You the husband and this nutty-ass wife. All right, we'll have part two of your response. Coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, today's Strawberry Letter subject, if she won't, I sure will, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is, if she won't, I sure will. Oh, this crazy letter right here. <laughs> this professional side chick, she says, but not my choice, which is a lie. You've called yourself a professional side chick, and that's the choice you've made, okay? You didn't say wife, fiance, woman. You're the professional side chick. And you were dating a guy who deceived you because you thought he really was, told you he wasn't married, and he was. And you believed him because you've been to his house and you slept in his bed with him and spent the night. Okay, that's a pretty good trick. So I ain't mad at you, sister. You just got lied to. That can happen. I'm with you here. Two years into the relationship, his wife came to the house while we were sleep and she took all my clothes and burned them in the backyard she didn't even wake us up this heifer nutty it ain't a woman enclosed in her right mind that ain't gonna wake y'all up oh yeah this chick is on some next level nuttiness why she done took all your clothes in the backyard burned them when y'all woke up he called her and she was back at her mom's place and she was laughing hysterically at us. <laughs> so he showed me where her clothes were in the house and I put on one of her jogging suits and posted a picture of myself wearing it on Facebook. Okay, hold up. Are y'all crazy? Hold up. Wait a minute. First of all, you say you didn't know they was married. Then two years in the relationship, the wife came and took your clothes, burned them in the backyard. Then he showed you where his wife's clothes was. I told y'all, open them damn closets, <laughs> go in them medicine cabinets, and look under the bed. We dudes, we don't hide nothing nowhere else. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> so now you done got this jogging suit, and you done posted it on Facebook. I, I don't know who the craziest person in this letter is, because right now you winning. But the husband's straight crazy, and the wife is nutty, too. Since that day, we've been beefing. If my man wants dinner, I go over there and I cook while his wife is laying around the house being trifling. What? <laughs> Who house? You went in what woman house and started cooking? What? She was there. Got to be, these got to be some white people there. Got to be 
white letter. I'm just going to go. go. There's no way around this here. This is a white letter. I just have to go. I'm sorry. We was talking about uh, discrimination earlier on the show. It is time when race does come in. It has to be a fact. Because if these are black people, these are the whitest blacks I've ever met. Because I don't know what sister house you didn't took your ass in and just started cooking while she's sitting there. I, I, I just don't. I, I don't. I don't know her. I've never mm-hmm. met her. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, I've never heard of her. That's why I'm so. You know what? Maybe these. Maybe it could be like this. Uh huh. You know, maybe it's just a culture. Maybe maybe they from Fiji. It's got to be something I've never heard of. Or it's got to be a nationality that I don't know nothing about. Fiji. Yeah, maybe some Fiji Tahitian people. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's some uh, Guadalajara. Maybe what, they, what, what they do over there? That's another country I don't know nothing about. I'm just trying to figure out some people. Maybe they Aussies. Maybe they Australian. Maybe they Aussies. I don't know what it is. I, I, I just I don't know what people are. Oh, okay. Pygmy. This is a pygmy. Pygmy people. This is happening in the, in the rainforest in Africa somewhere. I don't know. The, these is New Guinea people. I don't know who they are. I got it. This is some Viking mess right here. This is Viking. These Norwegian. This is some Icelander. I don't know who these people are. You'd walk in a woman's house, fix her husband dinner, because she lay around being trifling. She only moved back to the house because she didn't want me to have her husband. What? You ever thought she moved back to the house because it's hers? Her name on the... He told her several times he wants to be with oh, me, man. and she said she ain't going nowhere. I can't believe y'all having this conversation. I don't even know these folks. I'm not a fact. Let me apologize to white people now. I don't know no white people like that. <laughs> you I'm just, I'm, you know, I minutes. normally just stay. I you gonna, just ride with my elbow. I apologize. Sister wives type. This has got to, yes. Okay. I, yes. it. This is what it is. Sister wives. This is some Utah sister wives HBO mess. This is craziness. Okay. At first it was a weird arrangement, but now it's just like she's not even there. That's how I know they ain't black. Yeah, yeah, you know that? So I go over there and make sure the kitchen and his bedroom are clean and I wash and fold all the clothes. That's why she don't do nothing. Yeah. Because you hazel. You done brought your hazel ass over here and just knocking the house. She's sitting up here figuring out, I got a man I don't want. I'm blocking and I got this heifer cleaning up the house. I ain't got to go back over my mama's house because my mama make me cook and clean. She and her cooking, I'm eating leftovers. Lord, this heifer can cook. She put a foot in it. She yeah, she said, nah, I know that's how I've won his heart because he loves a clean house. What? You can't win no man's heart with no clean house. <laughs> whatever she wants, whatever she won't do for him, I will. He told me that's what he loves about me. The other day we talked about putting her out for good, and he said he's giving her time to get up on her feet. Why is he giving her time to get herself yeah. together? Because it's her house. Does it sound like he doesn't want her to move out? He can't put her out. It's her house. Yeah. You stupid, she stupid, and he stupid. Thank you. <laughs> All right, leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check us out on the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app where free never sounded so good. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? 
All right, Shirley, you know, Unc, uh, you've made some statements this morning, Unc. And we, in, even in sports, you said race is important in sports. You you really Very feel important. that way. You, race now, is important. It's in everything. See, we live in a climate now where you're not supposed to discriminate. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Unc. But we need to have, listen to me, we need to have some type of discrimination for race. Okay. You need you to mean? have some gender discrimination, yeah, and okay. you need to have some age discrimination. Okay. And let's stop this. Okay. You want me to go down the list for you? I need you to go down the list, Uncle, because you're talking about in sports. How, how is race important in sports? You can't have an all-white football team. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody finna go down here for this here. Who wants to watch an all-white football team? White wide receivers, white cornerbacks. What is this? All your running backs is white. Get on the line where your ass belongs. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tight end, you play there. Yeah. yeah. All the running backs is white. All the cornerbacks <laughs> is white. All the riders. I want to watch this slow ass game. So this is why you need to have discrimination in You sport. have to have race discrimination in everything. <laughs> okay. Nobody want to sober an all white basketball team. <laughs> oh, Ain't no ducking. Damn it. Ain't dunk. no ducking. Do something. Shimmy when you make it. Give me, give me something. <laughs> Nobody want no all white track team. We got to win. Yeah. All white track team. Because yeah. after you pole vault and shot put, do you rest of this, this up? Hurdle. Get your ass out there on that track. This yeah, we do hurdle. Uh -huh. Yeah. You talking about cross country. You talking about they do cross country. Once you get on that track, that's us. Now, if you run and leave in the stadium and all that, cross country. that's yeah. Africans, that's us. Uh-huh. Yeah. All this running. But if you in here throwing shot puts and slanging hammers, y'all yeah. win that putting disc under Long your neck jump. and slanging it. Yeah. All that's good. You yeah. need racial discrimination in age. If your ass is old, you can't do this no more. Get out. Damn it. You can't be no TV reporter and you real old. Yeah. Can't even read the teleprompter no more. We can't get the information. It look like it's going to be a strike tonight. Ted, Ted, it's going to be a storm tonight. Teleprompter says storm. Okay, that's right. Well, we... I heard Wrong there was some shopping at the gallery today. No, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know you could buy pictures from the gallery. Ted, there was shopping at the Galleria. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Coming up at the top of the hour, a wife is asking Steve for your help to get her 67-year-old father in tip-top physical shape right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Steve, we have an email for you from Sophia in Dothan. Sophia writes, um, Steve Harvey, you look so dang good for your age, and my dad idolizes you. He's 67, and he's lost about 15 pounds, and he wants to keep it off and maintain an active lifestyle. He's a widower, and he's dating again, so his goal is to look good naked. Eating healthy is not an issue, but he wants to know how your Elevate You can help his body. Also, can you please tell us what kind of exercises you do daily? Well, most of my exercises are stair climbing. And, you know, when my fat, wheezing ass ain't going, going up there I and knew it. catching, <laughs> catching hell. You huh? Huh? I let it go. I'm through. I'm through. I was just oh, saying, you are? You know, you know, stair climber. I suggest a stair climber because you're walking upstairs with friends and they hear your ass wheezing. Your ass going to be in the paper. So I just let go. But Elevate You is one of the big reasons because after my fat, wheezing ass got exposed, Exposed. Mm. Elevate you came out on January 3rd. You see how God work? Ain't God mm. good? Yes, he yes. is. Yes, he is. is a commercial and a testimony. Yes, he and is. so Elevate You came out January 3rd. I said, hey, 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 that's perfect thing for me. Because my goal is just like your daddy is. I want to look good naked. Oh. I look good in my clothes, but I want to take my clothes off and go, yeah. yeah. Now, listen to me. I'm getting there. Like, I can take my clothes off now and I'm not shame. Mm-hmm. But you know, it ain't no six pack. But you know, the goal was just not to look like I was in my third trimester. That was really <laughs> my whole goal. You're pregnant. Try not to look like Steve, you alright? You, you do? And it's hard, you know. child. Let me yeah. see. But, but see, for women though, women who have had babies, I yeah. understand. Yeah, you know, but dudes ain't really, you ain't really got that excuse, fella. You can't go, well, I had a baby. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, if you're having a baby. And so Elevate You does work. It'll give you the energy that you need so you can do the proper work. But you still got to eat right, y'all. You can't out-train a bad diet. That's not how it works. And so you got to do stuff. And there's a lot of stuff out now. And not Ozempic. I ain't never took that. Never will. That, that's just starting to too much stuff. is 
coming out about that Ozempic. If you're taking a drug that's supposed to control your sugar levels and lower your A1C number, and that ain't what's wrong with you, mm-hmm. mm-mm. I don't, I don't know how smart that is. And it's a man-made drug, so y'all need to be careful out there. I know you can lose that weight, but they are starting to uncover the repercussions of it. So I'm just saying to people, just be be careful with that Ozempic. Just be can careful. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you yeah. Something? Before Elevate You, who who was you before Elevate You? Before Elevate Just who? a big old fat wheezy. <laughs> yeah. Star Thanks, of the Junior. Show. <laughs> 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 Why are you breathing like that? <laughs> That's me when I go up the steps. Oh. <laughs> anyway. And then, you know, I get up at the top of the step. What I yeah. should have done, I should have paid attention, but I guess I wasn't paying attention. I got up the top of the step with. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me for being concerned. And then I'm anyway. this stuff. You know, hey, sure, yeah. this ain't about you. Just don't feel uh, I think it is, though. I think it is. All right, all right. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't jump in the joke now. It's just a joke. Careful. <laughs> Stay out the joke, girl. <laughs> It is about me. Uh-uh. Hey, Shirley. Right. Well, I'm warning you now. Stay out the damn joke. <laughs> hey, Junior, ask me a question. Let me show you how I answer. Uh, last. Okay. This uh, is how I was know. answering questions last October. Uh, before Elevate You, Unc, uh, what, what is all that noise, though? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting here breathing. <laughs> With a V. Breathing. <laughs> so... So is you in shape or you out of shape? What is it? You you struggling with? Are you exercising? Do you anything to stop this? You just gonna keep sounding like this? I'm I'm just trying to get one breath after the next. I, mean, I can't exercise right now. When I start wheezing, it picks up and it gets heavier and it turns. Can we hear the wheezing one more time? <laughs> Ooh, look at the time. Uh, we gotta go. Coming up more of this ignorant show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, what is this I'm hearing? Are you on tour? Well, yeah, I'm what? touring. What? What's happening? Oh, Wait, you comedy? You back I just on started tour? back. No, no, it's not comedy this time. I'm going out on a motivational tour. I've entered the phase of my life where I'm more dedicated to helping people change their conditions and mindsets and possibly change their circumstances. So I'm on tour, man. And I, I, I didn't know that my radio show would be involved in this until I found out how close they were to a couple of cities. September 29th, yeah. the Yamava Theater in Highland, California. That's at a, a casino. Oh, okay. It's inside okay. of a casino. Is that the mm-hmm. name of the casino? The Yamava? The Yamava Casino. And I'm inside the Yamava Theater on mm-hmm. September 29th, right outside in Highland, California. That's about 90 minutes outside of L.A. And mm-hmm. then on September 30th, mm-hmm. I'm in Durant, Oklahoma at the Choctaw Casino Resort. Another motivational tour. That's in Durant, Oklahoma. That's about 90 minutes from Dallas. So y'all come on up and see your boy. Some motivational tour is going to be a game changer. September 30th in Choctaw in Durant, Oklahoma. And on September 29th at the Yamava. Yamava. Go to Ticketmaster.com. It's all almost already sold out. So Ticketmaster.com for tickets, Steve. So here, Yamava. Your mama? You gonna you be saying your, your mama? mama. Your mama. I'm at your mama's theater down at your mama's 
Coming up at 33 after, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather have unlimited sex with an ex or would you rather have sex only twice a year with your wife? Which one? Uh, see you at Christmas, babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Twice yeah. a year, let's time them real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, All right. Twice oh, a year, let's do anniversary. Seat. That's June, and let's do Christmas. <laughs> space. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't give me don't give me no Valentine's Day and then Nothing. you know anniversary. That's Jan, that's February, and then uh, June, and then I got to sit it out. Mm-mm, no <laughs> the fall and the winter, you, you got to space sit it out. this. Yeah, All right. I, can, I need to be busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, next, would you like to ride on a river taxi with Kanye, or would you rather fly on that you know the stinky airplane where the guy had the. You know, explosive situation. Now I'm getting on that on. river taxi with fat ass Kanye. Yeah, I'm be on the taxi. With, with Kanye. I know how to look out. The, I can look out the other side of the yeah. boat. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be up in this air, trapped in this plane with this man spewing <laughs> guts all down the aisle. We're not going to do that. Right. Okay. Now, right. No, I'm on that river boat with Kanye. Me and Kanye cool. Mm-hmm. Push Yeezy, Kanye Yeezy. right on in that river. Easy, easy. They looking. They looking, dog. They looking. <laughs> Help him out. Yeah. Yeezy, Yeezy, that's your wife. Tell your wife, yeah, they look it, they look it. Yeah. yeah. I sit on the other side. I, I go up there with the driver. Man, what's, what y'all doing up there? <laughs> 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 Mr. you can enjoy your seat back there. No, they wild. No. They tripping back there. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. Would you rather, best 90s R&B group, would you rather Jodeci or LSG, which of course was Levert, Keith Sweat, and Johnny Gill? We know what you're going to say, Junior. <laughs> but they don't ask me then. Y'all already know. Jody, Jody, it's up to uh. Come on. Nuh-uh. You, it's up to you. Oh. You already know where I'm at. Uh, yeah. Hey. Gerald Levert, dog. Uh, come on. Keep sweating. Keep sweating. Yeah. Put on your red dress. What? Them as a group. Uh-huh. <laughs> they still group. sang that song. They, my body. Mm-hmm. They sang that song, My Body. Yeah. yeah but, mm-hmm. yeah. No, 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 Gerald Levert got hits. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keith Sweat yeah, has he, hits. Yeah, Keith Sweat. Yeah. My boy Sweat. Yes. Oh, yeah. Keith, my dude, dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keith looked the same. But you, you over there yeah. act like Jonas ain't got no hits, though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying clearly. Jodeci okay. Got you over here tripping. A ton of hits. Yeah. yeah. Junior, Jodeci like got a ton of hits. You yeah, just don't know if they're going to be able to sing them. Yes, we do. Stop. Stacey and JoJo. You know, they get to drinking and falling and stepping over each other. You need to go fight. Hard to say Joe to see when ain't nobody singing but Joe. Shut up. It's just, right. man, you have got to All right. quit drinking. <laughs> That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after, it's our last break of the day, and uh, we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's been a good day. My closing remark today is going to be quite different because my closing remark actually is a testimony because I've decided, like I have with all my life experiences, to be transparent about them. I really do understand why God gave me the format that I have. And that's so I can bear witness on a larger scale. My promise to God when I was homeless, I told God, I said, if you let me make it when I get there, I'm going to tell everybody it was you. But you got to keep fulfilling your promise, though. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned about this past two and a half weeks, and it has been a trying two and a half weeks. It's it's been tough, man. It's been tough on my family. It's been tough on my wife. You know, I'm I'm built for this. God designed me this way. So I'm I'm built for this. I don't like it. It's unpleasant. It's unfair. It 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 seems to have no rhyme or reason. But in all of that, my mama used to tell me Thank God in all things, Steve. Don't worry about when it's going bad. Thank God anyway. Keep your head up. Remember I tell y'all all the time, behind every moment of adversity, there's a lesson and a blessing. Well, I've learned seven lessons in this. It's seven scriptures that has played out in my head during this whole time. Behind all of the lies and the rumors and all of this, and I don't know where it's coming from, you know what I learned most of all? That he promised, he promised me that he would never leave me. So he must still be right here. No matter what's going on, he promised me he wouldn't leave me. So he got to still be right here. I'm understanding that. You know what else? He promised me that my enemies would not devour me. That's a God's promise. That's in the scripture. I'm talking to everybody that believe in it. He promised me that my enemies would not devour me. So guess what? Look like we still here. That's what it looked like to me. You know what else? He promised that he would give me the strength to endure all things. He said he would give me the strength. So we sit here with all the strength we need. This is stuff that I'm learning during this period right here while y'all watching it play out see i ain't got to tell you what's happening on happening and i'm not even gonna reiterate y'all see what's happening to me and my family but let me tell you what's happening to me and my family because what what what's what they trying to do is not gonna work god said be grateful and give thanks through all situations and my mama used to tell me that so guess what so i can sit here and say thank you lord 
just like I do at the beginning of the show. I say thank you, God, for waking me up this morning, for giving me that. He promised me, listen to me, y'all. He promised me that no weapon formed against me should prosper. So I don't know what. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what the enemy is trying to do. I really don't know. But he didn't already said it ain't going to work. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. You know what else I've learned? And boy, this, I, this is all in this two and a half week period. The Bible says that he works in mysterious ways. We've all heard that, right? Well, it done got real mysterious because I have no idea what he up to. I really don't. I don't know why he's allowing it. I don't know why it's happening. I'm starting to get an understanding of it because see this testimony that I'm giving y'all today, it was because he knew he could trust me. He knew that I was going to keep the faith when everything was going bad. So now I can stand here and tell other people who got faith to keep the faith when it's going bad because it's going bad for us right now. It's raining. But guess what? He work in mysterious ways. And because I don't know what he up to, I'm keeping the faith. But I tell you what, though, whatever he up to, it must going to be good. <laughs> it must going to be good, man, because he promised Guess you know what? Because this is a promise he made too. He promised to prepare a table in the presence of mine enemies. So all oh, now listen to me. Now this is a warning. And this ain't from me. This is a promise for God. He promised to prepare a table in the presence of my enemies. So like I said, I don't even know what he up to. I guess he picked me because I'm chosen. Because he knew he could put this on me and y'all wasn't going to break me. My family not finna split up. My family, good. We faithful. We honoring God. We praying. Matter of fact, Marjorie is on grandbaby watch right now. We got another grandchild being born. She's sitting over there with the mother, minding her business. Listen to me. He going to prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. That's why he told me, don't fight back. Don't go after people. Don't hire no lawyer. Don't send no cease and desist. Don't even trouble yourself with that. I'm going to take care of all that. So today, my testimony is to tell you how good God is. In spite of how it may look, man, I don't know how y'all doing it. I'll tell you how we doing it. Because we got faith. Because we got God and God got us. We know who we are and we know whose we are. Now, when he fixed the table... Everybody going to have to bear witness. I can't wait to see what he got because his show must going to be good. Hey, Christians, believers out there, people of faith, keep your head up. God working on your behalf in ways you don't even know. I show up. Y'all have a great day. I will too. I'm going fishing. Thank you, Lord. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.